0: Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, creativity, crafting, and life in my northern town. Come back weekly and we'll chat about all the things that I'm working on. My name is Vicki Holloway and welcome to the podcast. Friday morning. It is February 8th and I'm sitting here in the middle of a windstorm and I'm thinking the snow has stopped. drank my Friday morning coffee and I have a very, very upbeat day today. Um, the office where I work at had an unexpected renovation also. All of a sudden, one day they showed up and said, we're the landlord. We are painting everything and getting new carpet thinking, seriously, this, uh, it's almost a mason jar green in my office with green carpet was painted back to the seventies color scheme that it was a sandy, yellowy, taupey, I don't know color. Um, with the green underneath, it kind of looks purple to me. And I have a beautiful brown gray mottled carpet with a chocolate brown door, and (laughs) mop boards that match. You know, it freshened it up. It looks good. There's no footprint marks on the wall where people would stand and stick their foot on the wall, kick the doors. You know, it was looking shabby over time. So I'm excited that today I get to put my office back together. And that coincides with This weekend, that is the same project. The unexpected renovation of this old house has come to an end for the winter. Now, let me tell you what was done. Um, We hired someone because last summer, a roof started leaking. Which led to a series of unplanned events of having to figure out how we were going to fix the roof. And while we were at it, we got a little extra money and had the bathroom updated. Because it was circa 1945, um, the original fixtures and um, drywall and the whole bit. So the roof was done in the fall with the leaking and it is holding up very well. Today, we have all of this wind and the freezing rain came yesterday, five inches of snow last night. I guess the winds are 40 miles an hour gusting. And so far, it feels like it's holding. The house is pretty warm and the roof itself has been fabulous. It's so I couldn't be more happy with having that done. The bathroom is now, as of yesterday, 100% completed by the contractor. I say that because I couldn't decide how I wanted the mop boards and the trim around the window painted. So all the fixtures are in place. Everything is just 100% done. And because it's so cold and um. To be honest, my husband has to paint this and he and I are kind of done with this reno. We are going to save the painting for the spring when I can open up the windows and get some circulation going. So the mop boards are going to be a stark white against my nebulous white gray wall. That nebulous white gray will in the spring be painted through the kitchen, the hallway and the mudroom. But the contractor did a lot of work. He replumbed the house, fixed the bathroom, and laid a flooring that's a floating floor from Home Depot in their life-proof department that is waterproof. It's a vinyl-covered wood that snaps down in a floating floor fashion. You know, kind of like Pergo, but they're big rectangles. I was surprised. They go together, and it is actually mottled gray and it looks like cement like a concrete floor in my 100 year old house so something that i thought as a design idea is to add modern elements to an old house and all of the shows i've been watching and books i've been reading are, you know say if you live in a really old house and you want to keep it fresh and functional add modern elements to it. Um, I've had this house since 2000 and we have a lot of period furniture. We had a lot of period um, paint schemes and I'm telling you it made the house really oppressive. So I've gone to painting every room a white gray and the main part of the house has been painted white gray in the living and the dining room areas and the office room and bedroom downstairs are um, a cream white. But the great thing about it is it makes it bright. It's very dark. It's very dark wood on the original moldings and doors. And then I changed out the furniture um, over time to having my Ikea very dark brown furniture in the living room and adding more modern elements. It really seems to work. I like it. Um, it's not a shrine to the old house but it's it feels modern it feels more livable so the one thing that we were going to do is move the laundry from our michigan basement to the mudroom now michigan basements or hand dug basements they dug them out they stacked up the walls with rocks and that's where the laundry is. It was more of a root cellar at one time. It's pretty tall. I think they dug it down to where at least it's an eight or ten foot ceiling. So it's not claustrophobic. But the problem is I have to go down an actual root cellar staircase original to that part of the house, which is probably put on later than the original part of the main house. But I'm telling you, It's not easy going down there because it's kind of wonky going up and down these real crooked stairs. But the other part is that it's cold. But the good news is, I don't have to go outside. I have friends who have houses from this time period and they didn't have an addition put on the back of the house, and they literally go outside to go down to the root cellar to the washer and dryer in the Michigan basement. So i decided currently we ran out of money we had to overrun which kind of put a little damper on my mood over the whole thing but i mean seriously vicki be real all construction problem um construction projects have problems especially in old homes and we had a little bit of an overrun so we had to cut the mudroom Felt like I was on an HGTV show, let me tell you. (laughs) Property Brothers, hey, you know, we're going to do all this and this and this, and we can do this and this and this, and then put on the brakes. Um, You ran out of money, and in fact, you're over budget. So, well, you know, it's how it goes. So I'm very happy today. Yesterday, I kind of had the after Christmas blues. I get that occasionally, or you have something big and stressful, both either positive or negative, and afterwards, you kind of feel uh, deflated and down, because all I could focus was on the things that didn't happen, and um, that the project has still is 100% done because we have painting to do, but it'll that will get done. I just can't do it, so I may... Unless they, I don't know, unless something really big happens, and I'll talk about that later. But today I'm very um, happy with the project, and it looks great. It makes life more functional, and that is what it's all about. So, the funny story in all this is we got a new dishwasher, and we finally got it hooked up, and we couldn't find the owner's manual on how to run the thing. The um, plumber put it in a cupboard that I didn't think to look at. And so I ran a load of dishes and I had been told that there are some modern dishwashers that don't have a heat dry. And I was very careful when I bought my new, it's a Whirlpool, that it had a heat dry and that it would match all the rest of my appliances, which are all black. And I got it. I was excited, you know, opening up is all sparkly and cool. And stainless steel or something on the inside it's all silver and shiny and you know you know you're old when you get all excited about a new dishwasher and a new toilet you know so the dishwasher I, I started it my husband and I were reading you know how the buttons and looking at them and pushed them all and then I went to work and came home it took hours to run actually it was overnight the dishwasher ran and then i forgot about opening the dishwasher to see what it looked like so last night i got home opened it up and everything was still wet i was so mad i'm like seriously wet dishes they've been sitting in here for 24 hours how gross deep breath So we went online, we were searching the manual, then we found the one, the plumber called us back and said where the manual was. So my husband has a flashlight because neither of us can read the small print. (laughs) We figured out we had to put jet dry in the um, soap dispenser area, or rinse aid, they called it. And um, I figured out that there were several different types of Cycles. I've never had a dishwasher this fancy. So between the two of us, we were sitting in the kitchen wanting to know where the silver rack silverware rack really goes when we found out there's three or four places. Oh, that took 15-20 minutes to place the silverware rack and make sure that there was no water in the bottom, that everything was in place. We got the flashlight. I spilled the jet dryer. My husband's like, Do you know what you're doing? I said, No, I don't. How do we know? And then we got it all the way shut and the silverware rack was in the best place so I had the most room. And then I started mashing buttons and we did a quick wash with the extra heated dry. And lo and behold, two old people were able to figure out how to do a 2019 dishwasher. It was amazing. I couldn't believe it. When you're old, which I felt like it yesterday, I was thinking... It took two of us to read the manual and push the buttons. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. How amazingly stupid is that? But we had fun and we have clean dishes, and it was like Christmas had arrived at our house. <laughs> we have a cabinet now in the bathroom that we can put all our towels in, and this weekend will be my resetting, rethinking, and reorganizing of my kitchen and my bathroom, and then I will start for the rest of the house to get everything that have been in boxes back to their home and then start working on my decluttering. I've done um, probably some of the Marie Kondo in my thinking and tidying up. And I, I like the folding thing. That's worked out real well for me over the last few weeks and keeping things in small packages. I've also realized I don't have as much work to do with the laundry staying in the basement. So I don't have to find homes for all of the laundry that's always been in the basement. We bring up the things that we um, wear quite often so they don't get a basementy smell but there's some things that will hang up there and dry for quite some time and I decided that Clutterbug had the best match for my personality style. I mean my shove it off the counter into a drawer and then it gets lost forever. So she has some great ideas. So dollar store bins and all kinds of things to keep and contain my mess. And it's working. I am shocked because I never bought into that kind of a system before. And it worked. And I also am a big uh, Gretchen Rubin um, fan for the Happiness Project. And I'm still waiting for the library to get her new book which is called Outer Order Inner Calm to help me stay on the path for the rest of this year of being organized because I did find out during the renovation the title of her book is very true. When there is outer order I find inner calm. So the good news is we are done with this phase of the unexpected renovation of this old house and finishing touches will be put on and now I can turn my Mind onto organizing and potential gardening in the spring, and I'm very glad to put that piece of this renovation to rest. You know, on the quilting front, I haven't done a whole lot on the long arm machine because I told you where I work is a very old building equivalent to um, the age of my house. It was, in fact, an original build for a state TB sanitarium and they've modernized it to offices and the doors though are original to the building. I mean they're custom sized doors and at the top of a door um, are these self-closing hydraulic systems. Well with the weather being super cold and the building and these structures being super old we had a failure of that self-closing system. And during the blizzard of last week, where it was, it was just her heinous with snow and below zero temperatures with that polar vortex and Arctic blast of air, that hydraulic system failed. So I was going into work and I knew the door had been sticking for a couple of days. And you know, I've gone in the same door for 15 plus years in this building. And I went up to it and the door was stuck. And so on the second pull, I reefed on that baby as hard as I could to get it open so I wouldn't be late for work. And I strained my rotator cuff and neck. The uh, doctor said that it was like a football injury called a stinger. And I don't know how players do this because it was extremely painful. And, and I'm free and clear now to do full work and which I never lift at work. That was my restriction. Um, I work in an office now and talk to patients and doctors versus um, lifting patients. But I have not done any long arming. I haven't done any sitting at a sewing machine because of this rotator cuff injury and the neck strain. So the week has gone by. I am getting more use. I feel like I'm about 80%. I have pressed a large quilt that's going to be done on the frame. Hopefully I can pin it on this weekend and start my all over swirls because hashtag I am the queen of swirls. (laughs) That is my go-to stipple type thing. Um, The reaching across the bars when I laid the quilt out it really did cause some pain so I thought you know what no one is in a hurry And I have decided that 2019 is going to be the year of me slowing it down and just experiencing new things. So I thought, I'm injured. This is a new experience. How can I make lemonade out of this lemon? And believe me, I was pretty discouraged a week ago because I thought um, my catastrophe in my mind was that rotator cuff injuries, for anyone who's had one, Um, a serious one. I and my mother just had one. It is so painful, and it's so debilitating. And I thought, what if this is the end of my long harming? That would be horrible. I mean, I have all these plans for working and then retiring, and then my retirement job because, you know, I'll have to have a job because my ADHD brain will not allow me to just be retired. We'll be long arming and teaching quilting and maybe doing a little bit of traveling with my husband. And I thought, This could end it all. A stupid injury by reefing on a door really hard because I couldn't. It was cold, so I didn't want to go outside of the building, walk around the building and go in another door. All of which I didn't think about till after I caused myself said injury. And so this week has been contemplation over enjoying the you know, making this experience something that I can find things to enjoy. So no machines were used in this week. I did hand sewing I'm on block number three of the hand sewing quilt along hand piece quilt along that Kristen Esser is um, co-hosting at Simple Handmade Every Day. If you want to check it out, you can still hop on and be caught up probably because you may be faster than me i'm still working on putting the flying geese blocks together now insights on hand sewing you don't get as crisp and sharp a points in my opinion at least i don't and i find it fun and relaxing and therapeutic and zen because that's what i'm looking for is this zen peacefulness and mindfulness But I like English paper piecing I think a tiny bit better because I've been trying that out and there's something super zen about it. I don't have to think as hard. Knitting is the same way. I didn't do any knitting with the injury. But sometimes knitting, I have to think a little harder when I'm working like my Harry Potter scarf. I have to think a little bit harder on the pattern to make it work, even though it's a simple pattern. And I need sometimes just a fidget to do with my hands, like, you know, just a garter stitch thing. And sometimes even just coloring over the last six months can be too hard in my coloring books. Um, but I may get that out just cause it can be very Zen. You know, sometimes after a long day of decision-making, I just can't make any more decisions. <laughs> and, and it's just hard in the evenings when you're tired. But the good news is I have found that hand sewing has been fun and I think hand work with the pattern already drawn on the um, fabric for embroidery is something I'm going to try. So I'm going to get coloring out more for February and try doing some more embroidery since I have kits where the patterns are already thought out. I think sometimes I feel like I have to do everything from scratch and draw it out myself and come up with my own design. Same with quilting. And I'm like, excuse me, I have to give myself permission to say, hey, it's okay to use a pattern. It's okay to use a computer to design things. It's okay to do things that are not your 100% original design. And I think that I, I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. I think it comes from my childhood of um, taking violin lessons and um, the perfection that sometimes gets drilled in your head about playing the right notes and playing the music exactly as it is on the page, and then struggling to do some improvisational music. But then as adult. I have found that I totally love the improv part, making it up as I go. And then I feel boxed in sometimes doing patterns and other types of designs. But at the same time, improv is a million decisions and a lot more brain power than following patterns. So sometimes I have to do both. And so this is a time of being Zen and finding things that are pre-done and just enjoying the process. So February, I decided what are my experience goals, because that's my word of the year is experiences. Oh, fingers crossed. The biggest experience I've been waiting for and waiting for for so long is QuiltCon. We have been on a roller coaster ride with the renovation and finding out that we had a budgetary overrun, which, you know, I kind of expected a little bit. It was a lot more than I expected, but We didn't know if we could go. So the sad news is that my husband um, had to work an incredible amount of overtime with these snow and blizzard conditions and terrible weather because that slows freight down. Um, I think we're going to be able to pull off a shortened version of the trip to Nashville, probably Thursday and Friday. Get there late Wednesday night and then leave Saturday morning. But at least I will get to go. And there are some people that we've been chatting online about. If I'm there and I see you, we'll wave. We'll have coffee. I mean, we'll chat and we'll get to know each other. I feel like so many people I know through the podcast and through my online communities, that'll be so wonderful to see you face to face and chat and have a cuppa. Um, this I'm, I'm just so excited about looking at the quilts that have been judged into quilt con so I'm, I'm very excited never been to a show more than one day i usually am at a show for a few hours and then come home but i get tired and overstimulated easily so i think it'll be great to look at the show have breaks chat with friends and then probably by the end of the day i'll be ready to go back to our hotel room and chill But I'm excited. There's hope. There's plans that we're going to go to QuiltCon. The only thing that's going to stop us is a blizzard that is the blizzard of the century because my husband drives in this garbage every day. So QuiltCon is going to be the biggest experience. Now the other thing I'm working on is a a new um, art quilt. So that will be my new experience. And I'm trying to find a new technique and so this month the um step into your art quilt challenge by sandy over at quilt cabana is the theme is connection and i'm really struggling with trying to come up with a quilt i have all month you know i'm so i need to not pressure myself about connection And, you know, most of my connections and staying connected with people in my life is not face-to-face, sadly enough. It's through the internet. Um, I do have lots of connections, you know, locally and with my job, but my primary connections with so many people is through the internet. So I'm trying to figure out how to incorporate that into a mini quilt of Step Into Your Art. So that is one goal for the month. Another goal for the month is I want to quilt the two customer quilts that I have sitting in my queue right now. And I have a few more quilts of my own and a couple of my mom's. So I would like to get at least three quilts done this month. Both customer quilts and my small one. And then we'll start working on my mom's no deadlines on any of these and I love people who allow me to have real life wiggle room like the rotator cuff injury or sickness or whatever. Sometimes just things happen and you can't crank them out. Um, if it were my full-time job I could see you know how quilters can just do it every day but it's my side job and there are just some days I'm tired so you have to give yourself a little bit of a break from it. So that's the goal for that. I want to work on a little bit more uh, handwork, maybe some embroidery. And I'm at the 25% mark on my knit Harry Potter Gryffindor colored scarf. It's from Charmed Knits Pattern and it's year three and four. So it's really a single rib knit stitch scarf. So it's really coming along and I'm pretty excited. But now I'm looking at my um, <laughs> my burgundy color and I'm like, I always do this. I'm thinking, do I have enough? The good news is it's a standard color. I can buy at my big box store and it shouldn't be an issue. I also have a couple of other projects that were found in my craft room cabinet area and I want to finish them this month. One is a tiny mini Harry Potter bookmark that just needs fringe on it and I found a tatted project which I made tatted lace to go on the end of some yardage that's kitchen towel fabric that Moda made and I've been I've had that done for a long time. I don't know why I haven't sewn the Um, tatting on. But with all this hand sewing, I feel confident and I think I can do it and make it look great. So that is another goal for February. So lots of things on my mind about trying to get things done. And I have to laugh because I saw a meme on the internet. I think it was Facebook and it said I wish I was the person I thought I was when I bought all of this crafting supplies. I had to laugh because that's me. I have a room of crafting supplies and things I want to do and I have vowed that I'm not buying more until I finish up the things that I have or use up what I have. Same with fabric. I have plenty of fabric right now. It's not a humongous stash, but it's big enough and I've got plenty of quilts to finish and I'm not going to get too much going because I'm trying to organize and declutter my space. So I want to thank you for listening this week. I'm launching a new program on the show notes and on my blog at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. There's a Patreon site if you want to join that. But I thought it would be more fun. And if a person had maybe just wanted to make a one-time donation to help keep this podcast running. The, there is expense in managing the website and as well as equipment to run it but buy me a cuppa. Um, I love coffee and tea and you could purchase a, a small donation that's enough to buy me a cuppa and you can find the link on my blog or webpage. The other thing um, just leaving a review on iTunes, or I'm not sure what it's called because I don't use Apple very much. Um, you could also leave me a review wherever you listen to your podcast. And, and if you do leave me a review, send me an email so I know that you did so we can talk about it next podcast. I could even read a few of them. It's lots of fun to read the reviews that people leave. It really does help grow the audience and have people know that we exist um, when I put the t- the title of my podcast or the name of my podcast because my creative corner three I wasn't sure I'd be talking about quilting exclusively and I don't I talk about a lot of different things and I'm not so sure if that was the best choice in names now because I do talk about quilting however um, one stitch one block one row at a time in my creative quilting, world and life in a northern town is all listed in the description. So I hope that it you know, helps people find the podcast because I'd love to talk and hear about what you're up to. So what are your experiences that you're planning and your goals for February? Um, have you had some similar experiences with your renovations? I feel like I'm over the after reno, after stressed out decompensation, no decompression, almost a letdown, but I'm feeling much better about it now. And I can look at it and appreciate what good work is there and that it was money well spent and invested in keeping uh, this old house uh, in a beautiful state. As I'm traveling along this year and updating my rooms and organizing, I'll share that too. Do you follow any one particular um organizing guru i'd love to hear about that too overall everybody have a fantastic week and if you're going to QuoteCon, let me know uh, maybe we could you know just have a cup of while we're there or have a chat sit you know i'm sure they've got to have tables somewhere where we could sit and chat for a few minutes i'd love to see you um let me know it like i said you know we're We're about at the 80% that we're going to be able to go. So, you know, there's always room for that to not work. But I'm being very optimistic. And we had a talk about that last night. And we just have to hammer down a hotel room. And I can tell you we're not going to stay very close to the convention center. Because you stay out away from the Nashville Convention Center a little bit. And the prices go way down. So, let me know if you're going to QuiltCon. Be sure to check out my website at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. You can also find me at Twitter at Vicki Holloway. You can also find me on Instagram at Vicki L. Holloway Quilting. And I have a Facebook group, My Creative Corner 3, and I have a web page or a Facebook page too for Vicki Holloway Quilting. I tend to use that more for um, when I post podcasts and blog posts. I did send out a newsletter um, this week. It's my once a month newsletter. And I would love to hear back from you as you read the newsletter on um, what you like about the newsletter and what you wish maybe I put in there that isn't there. So enjoy your time. Be creative and quilt on everyone.